Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever it's a podcast, we welcome you to another episode of the Genius Cast. I'm Jameson. I'm the genius, getting you set for your drafts. That's right. We are a week away from the NFL season where the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs will kick it all off for us next Thursday. But before we get to those Thursday games, before we get to week one, we have to continue to help you get ready for your drafts. Most likely, a lot of drafts are happening this upcoming weekend, Labor Day weekend. And if you listen to me in the past where I talked about scheduling your drafts with the uncertainty of what 2020 will bring, definitely want to make sure those drafts are late as possible, as close to the season as possible, so you have all the information. If you would have done drafts before this week, we didn't have the Leonard Fournette news. We didn't have the injuries. We didn't have this and that. There's a lot of stuff that's happened over the last week that is very important for our fantasy drafts. So hopefully you waited for Labor Day weekend to make your drafts um, start to happen. If that's the case, it's going to be a busy weekend. So if you have not done your drafts yet and you still need that extra help, take a look at our draft kit on our website. 2020 draft kit available for $19.95 where I can help you become a better player, at least be prepared on draft night to dominate your leagues. Website, www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter, at FansportsGenius, or Instagram, at FantasyFootball, underscore Genius, underscore. If you have any questions on our draft kit, on Mastermind, whatever fantasy questions you might have leading into your drafts, more than happy to help you become better players and help you dominate your leagues on draft night. Um, So, Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Let us know what kind of information you need. And if Mastermind Chat is a, what you need to put you over the top, more than happy to talk about that as well. We have monthly, weekly, full season packets available. Today's podcast is going to be all about the NFC North, where we talk about the Packers, talk about the Bears, Lions, and Vikings, who's coming out of the division, what's going to happen for fantasy purposes, that and much more. We're also going to talk about Leonard Fournette. We know Leonard Fournette is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. What does that do for the Buccaneers as a whole? What does that do for fantasy purposes? I'll give you my two cents on that and much more. Before we do that, let's go on ahead and get a little house cleaning finish. Well, that was a big word. Early day. A um, little house cleaning. If you like, like we talked about, our Twitter, we are at FansportsGenius, and our Instagram is at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore. Give us a follow so we can help you get those leagues going moving forward. And our website, www.fantasyfootballgenius.com, where our 2020 draft kit is available, 1995. If you're drafting for redraft, drafting for dynasty, whatever it is, we have plenty of information in our draft kit to help you dominate your leagues and be prepared for your leagues on draft night. And as always, I think this year is much more important to have it this year. So if you have any questions, definitely hit us up. Our mastermind chat, weekly, monthly, full season pack is available. One-on-one access with yours truly. If you have any questions, I answer those questions 100% of the time within 20 24 hours, most likely will be within an hour or two to help you make your lineups uh, set on a weekly basis during the season. Or if you have any draft questions leading up to your drafts, that's what our mastermind chat was created for. Plenty of people used it last year and made them better players and used it to win their leagues. Hopefully we do the same thing this year for you. Get part, Be part of the uh, genius mob and get part of our mastermind chat crew. So, Leonard Fournette is a Buccaneer. What does that do for fantasy? What does it do for the Buccaneers? I think as a team, it makes the Buccaneers a better team. I do think Leonard Fournette is a, very, is a pretty good running back. He's not an elite running back, in my opinion. But he is a very uh, viable option for the Buccaneers. I think he's going to be a player that's going to be used in his offense uh, in the right way because it's Tom Brady is going to make every player a better player with Tom Brady running uh, the quarterback position. As for fantasy purposes, which, which, that's what we're all—that's the only thing we care about right now. Listen to this podcast. You want fantasy info. 
As for fantasy, I do not think Leonard Fournette is viable in fantasy. If he's going to be there in the seventh round, yes, you got to take a look at him. Yes, you got to take a chance on him. Yes, he might return value. But before the seventh round, I just don't know how much I'm going to have interest in Leonard Fournette. There's plenty of other running backs I'd rather have. There's plenty of more wide receivers I'd rather have. There are just other too many players I'd rather have over Leonard Fournette. And I think there's a very good chance that Ronald Jones still has a pretty decent impact on this offense. And actually, that's where it hurts me, in, in my opinion. I was very high on Ronald Jones. I had a lot of shares in best ball of Ronald Jones. I was looking at him in redraft leagues. I thought the big, there was going to be a really good year for uh, Jones this year with uh, if he can gain and continue to uh, keep that um, trust of Tom Brady. Now that Leonard Fournette comes in here, it affects both players. I think both players are going to eat into each other's production. And they still have LaShawn McCoy. They still have Dare, who they're talking about both players having an impact in passing downs. So I think all four running backs are kind of going to eat. And, and again, we, they still have Kashawn uh, Keyshawn Vaughn as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of mouths to feed in this offense. There's a lot of mouths to feed in the backfield. What's going to happen? We just do not know what's going to happen in, in, in this backfield. So, I'm going to likely stay completely away from the entire running back situation in Tampa Bay and just go with the wide receivers. And really, the only person I'm really truly targeting in drafts on this entire offense, which is kind of crazy to say, is Chris Godwin. I think Godwin is a player that no matter what's going to happen, he's going to have a nice year. I do like OJ, OJ Howard as well. But again, we'll get to them when we talk about our NFC South. But right now, I do not have any interest in the backfield of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As for the NFC North, who's coming out of division? Who's going to be the winner of the NFC North? My opinion is, I think, just because of quarterback alone, if I'm talking about quarterback, would I rather have Aaron Rodgers? Would I rather have Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, or the Bears mess they have at quarterback right there? Give me Aaron Rodgers every day, all day. So I have the Packers coming out of this division over the Vikings followed by the Lions and the Bears. I have the Packers at 10-6, and six, the Vikings at 9-7, and seven, and both the Lions and Bears at 7-9. and nine. One thing that I do uh, see a, 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 a what 2020 could bring, especially with the zero preseason games and the lack of practice time to start the year. I think there's going to be a lot. And, and, and again, also with the uncertainty of what's going to happen this year, with the our players going to test, uh, test positive, what happens if they test positive for the virus, all that kind of just a different situation. We just don't know what's going to happen. I think there's a lot of uncertainty for the season, which is going to make all, a lot of these divisions, most of these divisions I think can be very tight, ran races. I think it's going to be uh, very tight, and the NFC North is no different. So I have the Packers 10-6, and six, Vikings 9-7, and seven, and both the Lions and Bears at 7 and 9. So what about in terms of fantasy production for all parties available here? If we start with the Minnesota Vikings, I think the Vikings are going to be a team that we're going to likely see a little more passing out of. This is a team that we we usually see on a, on a weekly basis, kind of ground and pound the team, ground the game. They also play uh, play good defense. I think their defense is going to be have a down year this year. I don't think we're going to see I, you got to wonder about Dalvin Cook. I mean, you got the contract issue. We got the uh, lack of, of staying healthy. There's a lot of things that are negative for Cook right now heading into the season, which is why one of my bold calls was Alexander Madison plays at least a minimum of he starts five games at minimum. I, th- I still like that. I still think this is one of the things. And Madison is one of those players I'm targeting if I'm going zero running back and really. For the most part, I think my strategy is going to be going running back, running back with those first two rounds. But if I'm sitting late in the draft and I can get a Michael Thomas and a Devontae Adams, I'm starting my draft that nine out of ten times. Absolutely love that idea. If, if you can start Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams late in drafts, which is not an out-of-the-question uh, uh, idea, I definitely think Alexander Madison is a nice option to kind of target as a zero running back strategy type of player. 
And if you are a Dalvin Cook owner, let's say you do take a chance on him, you take him with one of the first half of the first round picks. Um, I think it's a bad thing to do. I don't. I don't like the idea of going Dalvin Cook um, with one of the first half of the first round, just because you're gonna have to use. You're gonna have to use at least a fifth or sixth overall pick on Cook. I just don't like the idea of maybe taking a chance that he may not play. But again, if you do think Cook's gonna play, you do take Cook. I think there is a very much needed you have to take alexander madison as a handcuff and i think you might have to reach around to get him as well adam thielen adam thielen i think is in for a big big year um no more stefan diggs we don't really don't know who the number two option for this vikings offense is going to be in the passing game Uh, i think they're going to start off trying to think it's going to be justin jefferson the rookie from lsu but we're also hearing rumors about Irv Smith kind of splitting out a little more as well. So is it going to be Irv Smith maybe playing a little more with the double tight end with Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith both on the field together? So I think there's there's a, there's great opportunity for a number two option in Minnesota. Um, I, but, but I think I'm going to give the edge to Justin Jefferson. But I think I'm going to have a lot of shares. I, I want as many shares as I possibly can of Adam, Adam Thielen. I think E. Thielen's in for a big year. Um, plenty of targets, plenty of yards, plenty of whatever for this offense. I think Adam Thielen is going to be by far one of the better players on this Vikings offense. Next up, we have the Green Bay Packers. Last year, we saw a huge year out of Aaron Jones. I think we're going to see those touchdowns kind of drop a little bit in um, in his overall status. But again, if we're going to see him split out a little more in the passing game because we don't see a number two option in the passing game with no one, no, no draft pick spent, no one brought in in the offseason as, as a free agent. So the, so the Packers like what they have on offense was one of those things that, that they thought about maybe what they were going to do is splitting Aaron Jones out in the slot. I can definitely see that happening. And if you're telling me uh, Jones is going to get five to six targets on a weekly basis, that's going to make him even an even more attractive player um, as a running back when you're talking about drafts, talking about second-round picks, making him even uh, more of a, of, a, of a target in drafts because of those five to six targets. And I can definitely see a scenario where that happens. I, th- I also think that they're going to want to get A.J. Dillon on the field as well. The guy has looked nice in, in preseason. I'm sorry, in training camp. So I think that they're definitely going to want to kind of get A.J. Dillon going as well. So we might see some, some packages where we have Dillon and Jones on the field together, and that's going to put Aaron Jones in the slot, which is going to make him even a more valuable option, in my opinion, at the running back position. A lot of people are sleeping on Aaron Jones. I don't think they should be. Yes, you may lose some touchdowns, but I think there's going to be other opportunities that he's going to be able to return value, especially in the second round where he's looking like he's going to be going in most drafts. Devonta Adams, I think we're guaranteed 160-plus targets. There's a chance that he can possibly hit close to 200, especially if he is the option and the only option that we saw on times in the passing game. Devonta Adams is in for a monster, monster year if he can stay healthy. Last year, he was in my number one overall wide receiver injury derailed that this year I have him as, as well I, I have him as a, a middle of the first round pick and I definitely have him as my number one overall wide receiver over Michael Thomas in my opinion I think the he just has too many paths of, of success with being the number one overall option for the Green Bay Packers absolutely love Adams in 2020 there's a lot of value to be had for the number two wide receiver in Green Bay. Um, is it going to be Alan Lazar? Is it going to be Marcus Valenscanling, Jay Kumro, St. Brown? Who's it going to be as that number two option in the passing game? I give it to Alan Lazard, but I think there's very uh, there's some nice value to be had if you can figure out who that's going to be by listening to beat writers, by listening to what's going on in Green Bay. If you can find that information out, there's great value to be had for that number two wide receiver. Um, coming into the year, coming into the the off season, I was I was thinking this was the year that we're going to see Jay Sternberger kind of break out as a tight end, the young tight end for Green Bay. But I think early on, at least early on, and maybe it's going to continue throughout the whole season. I think it's going to be Robert Tanyan. But I definitely do think that there is a 
chance that whoever the tight end, tight end is going to be for Green Bay, he could have a nice year, especially with the lack thereof talent or options at the wide receiver, wide receiver behind Adams and maybe a Lazard. Detroit Lions absolutely love Kenyon Gall- Kenny, Kenny Galladay this year. I think Kenny Galladay is in for a monster year. I think Galladay has top five potential. I love the connection he's going to have with Stafford. If you're in best ball leagues, I love Stafford to Galladay uh, stacks. And I don't hate the idea of going to double stack where you're pairing maybe even a Jones or, and a, or a Hawkinson with Galladay and Stafford as well. Absolutely love the stacks for the Detroit Lions. And again, Matthew Stafford's a player that likely maybe is not looked at as a great um, week-by-week starter, but I think he has very good chance of being that every week starter for the Detroit Lions, especially if he stays healthy uh, for 16 games. I definitely think that we can see Stafford put up solid numbers, which makes him a solid play as a quarterback one this year in fantasy. As for the running backs, DeAndre Swift or Kerryon Johnson, I think early on we're hearing uh, rumors that maybe Swift is is kind of struggling early on in camp. So I think they're going to definitely give it to Carryon Johnson to start the season. But I can definitely see as the season moves along, Swift is the answer at the running back position for the Lions. I like what he brings to the table as a rookie this year if he can get the offense and everything else going for the Detroit Lions. And finally, we finish up with the Chicago Bears what a mess of a quarterback position they have. Nick Foles, Mitchell Trubisky, don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be. If you're an Allen Robinson uh, fan, doesn't matter. He's going to put up big numbers. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. We know Robinson puts up monster numbers on a weekly basis. No reason to think he doesn't do the same thing this year. I have Robinson as a possible top five wide receiver this year. I am going to be targeting him quite a bit. Um, especially if I can get him in the late second, early third round in most le- most drafts. Absolutely love Allen Robinson. I like Al- Anthony Miller quite a bit as well as a value wide receiver. And if we're looking at the running back position, I was very high on Dave Montgomery coming into the season, but the injury has me down on him a bit. <clears throat> if we talk about uh, the season and, and quarters, and if we're talking about the first couple games being games that you know, kind of getting players back in football shape with no preseason, they're going to be using those first couple games to kind of get back in the hang of things. And if he misses those couple games, he's going to obviously be using games three and four to get back in those football shape. All of a sudden, we're missing a quarter of the season for Montgomery. That's not ideal for a player that you're looking at taking with one of your top four or five round picks. So I don't know how many shares right now I'm going to currently have of David Montgomery. Definitely want to definitely keep an eye on how many, uh, how well he's he's looking to possibly come back, or how much time is he going to be missing. As it sits right now, likely won't have too many shares of Montgomery. Which, if you would ask me this about a month 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 and a half ago, I would have liked to have plenty of shares of Montgomery. Um, Tariq Cohen, I think Cohen could kind of. Um, have a bigger workload if Montgomery is forced to miss time. And we also know that he's also going to be the pass down, uh, pass catching back out of this offense as well. And if we think the Bears are going to be down quite a bit, which we do think they're going to be down quite a bit, I do think there is value to be had for Tariq Cohen, another zero running back target if you're in, if you're looking for that strategy in fantasy. And as always, we talk about the best and the worst player, the bust and best player of the division. Best, I think it's going to go to Devontae Adams, in my opinion. I think Adams is in for a monster year with Aaron Rodgers. I think there's, like I talked about, like I talked about, 160 plus targets. I think is on layaway, but I think there's a chance that we may see close to 200 targets for Devontae Adams. Absolutely love him as a middle to late first round pick, and just take him and watch those targets come in on a weekly basis. If we're talking about busts, 
Uh, we got to go back to Dalvin Cook. If he can't stay healthy, we have the rumors about possibly uh, missing because of the contract situation. That just uh, screams to me, uh, do not take in the first round, especially if you have to use a overall number five or number six pick to take Dalvin Cook. I do not want any shares of that. If you are going to take a chance on, on Dalvin Cook, that, as I talked about, you have to reach a rounder, rounder so early to take Alexander Madison because I think it's not a matter of if. But when uh, Cook gets hurt, you're going to need that, need that running back in that, in that prime position. And I don't hate the idea of another owner stealing Madison away from that Cook owner who does take him early. Because I think it's a mistake this year. I think uh, taking Cook is a mistake as a overall number five, number six, number seven even pick. I don't like the idea of going Cook. So I have Cook as my bust of the NFC North. And that'll do it for the podcast today. Hope you guys had a fantastic day. Hopefully you guys are getting ready for your drafts. If you, if you guys have already drafted, hopefully you've, you have avoided all of the crazy information. If you're a Ronald Jones owner, the news of Leonard Fournette was not a great news to hear. That's why we talked about pushing your drafts back as late as possible. If you're drafting this upcoming weekend, take a look at our draft kit up on the site. 1995 will get you that draft kit to help you dominate your leagues on draft night. If you've not done so already, please give us a follow at FansportsGenius is our Twitter handle. At fantasy football underscore genius underscore is our Instagram. It's not too late to be part of the genius mob or to purchase our 2020 draft kit. Be part of the community that is ready to dominate those drafts on draft night. We also have packages available for our mastermind chat available in weekly, monthly, and full season packages available one-on-one access with yours truly, the genius himself, via text messages regarding all things fantasy football. I think this year is a year that we might want to look into that mastermind chat because of the uncertainty. If you have a question on your on your weekly lineup, that's what that's all about. We'll get your lineup set. We'll get your lineup set, uh, make you feel comfortable. Maybe it's a last-second scratch. That's how uh, mastermind chat is going to work this year. One-on-one access, if you have a question, within 24 hours, we'll get back to you more than likely within an hour or two and always available up until kickoff. Um, most Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays to help you make the right decisions to win on a weekly basis and bring home those trophies. Join now and get that extra help to put your team over the top in 2020. Thanks for the listen, and let's dominate your leagues. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you later, most likely talking tomorrow, the NFC South. Have a great day.